Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to The Daily Doctor's Kitchen with me, your host, Dr. Rupi. I'm a medical doctor and cookbook author, and The Daily Doctor's Kitchen is a series of bite-sized nuggets of information all to do with food, nutritional medicine, and healthy living taken from my main podcast, The Doctor's Kitchen Podcast. And if you want to learn how to eat well every day, check out my free recipes, books, newsletter, and download the app at thedoctorskitchen.com. Brain health and preventing dementia is something that a lot of people don't realise you can actually do using lifestyle approaches. And I want to make sure that this isn't in the realm of experts. This isn't just something that only cutting edge researchers know about. This is something that we can introduce to our patients as general practitioners. 100%, you know, and I think the brain, you know, in many ways is the master organ. It sits above everything else. And what we've learnt in recent years is that when it comes to non-communicable disease, so this is stuff that you don't catch from other people, we're not talking about colds or TB or malaria, this is stuff that arises from within painful joints, headaches, memory loss. These are all symptoms that people come in with. Actually, what we're finding, and I know you know this very well, Rupi, is that all the interventions are very similar. You know, And if you look at ways of keeping your blood pressure under control or keeping your brain health optimized or preventing diabetes actually the tools are the same and if you do if you work on one um, you'll find that all the others get better and I think that's the power of this and I think not only should every clinician know a bit about this but the public at large should know about this yeah, and and exactly. we should we need to increase awareness about it yeah even though we're talking about brain health today you'll notice there's lots of similarities and the similar sorts of things that we will talk to patients about for their blood pressure or for cardiac health or for their diabetes and that's a, a really nice metaphor to just how interconnected we are yeah i think interconnected is exactly the word i mean it's interesting as well because when you've got the patient in front of you you're going from symptoms to you know, it's almost like one of those things where you zoom in on, you know, if you had a magic camera and you zoomed in on their brain or their joints to the molecular level. And I think this has been, for lots of reasons, partly because we're so punch drunk busy as doctors and partly because we've fallen into this medical model of quickly dealing with something efficiently that works. And drugs can do that, although they don't actually treat the underlying cause of a symptom. But but if we take brain health, for example... Um, you know, and you, you, you actually, let's go really deep. So let's for, forget the person just for a second and what symptom they've come up, come in with. But if you take 
the actual cells in the brain, the neuron, they need three things. They need glucose, which is a type of sugar. Mm -hmm. They need oxygen and they need stimulation. Those are the three things that effectively preserve brain health, you know, cut, to cut a very long story yeah, yeah, short. Sure. But how do, you, how do you get the person in front of you to improve those three things? That's a good sort of starting point in a way. And of course, it's through lifestyle. So, you know, when, when I say glucose, that doesn't mean you can just go and eat cakes, <laughs> yeah. because it's, uh, glucose is a very specific type of sugar that the brain uses. And actually, if you eat cakes, it will make the wrong type of sugar, and, and that will, will, will be bad for the brain. But, but essentially, it's to do with making sure that you exercise more, making sure that you eat the right foods and and the timing of meals and also making sure that your brain is active and that you're stimulating the brain by doing lots of brain activities. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's quite simple. I mean, that's a, a, a you know a long story cut short, but yeah. that, that's the kind of way that I think doctors ought to be thinking. Yeah, and I think that's a really nice framework to start off like talking about all these different elements because, you know, glucose, as you mentioned, that's a really important topic. And we talk about other things that can improve the oxygen levels to the brain as well as uh, brain stimulation. I think a lot of people don't realise that stimulating the brain in different ways improves those connections, those synapses, the the different uh, neuron connections that we have. And, and the, the brain is actually quite plastic. It's quite mouldable. Absolutely, yeah. And, and, you know, plasticity or neuroplasticity is the ability of your brain to handle stress in some ways, you know, whether that's biological stress or emotional stress, so that the neurons don't get killed off, because they're dying all the time. You know, as you and I are sitting here, our, our brain cells are dying, but, but... But I'm also being stimulated as well, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, um, I know it sounds a morbid thought, but, but actually what stops them dying, what makes them die quicker, you know, if, if, you, if you and I had a massive heated argument now, that would kill off a lot more neurons than us having a nice chat. Um, and if your blood, you know, because your blood pressure goes up, your cortisol level goes up during this episode, and that affects your blood sugar. Um, and, and while we're on the topic of blood sugar, actually, it's interesting to mention that someone who's diabetic is, is actually several times more likely to have memory difficulties and some kind of neurodegenerative brain condition and that's not as a scare tactic that's just to show how much how important sugar control is I hope you enjoyed today's Daily Doctor's Kitchen. The Doctor's Kitchen podcast is where I discuss multiple topics around nutritional medicine and well-being with experts and researchers from around the globe. And you can find me on social media at doctors underscore kitchen. Sign up for free recipes every single week at thedoctorskitchen.com. And don't forget to download the app. I'm Dr. Rupi. Have a beautiful day.